0: Are any banks safe right now? This is a question I'm getting asked a lot. In the last week, three major banks have gone bust. Now, we have to be careful here because um, one of the regulators of Silicon Valley Bank, they said that the reason that Silicon Valley Bank went bust is because it was both illiquid and insolvent. But the problem is, that's every single bank. Every single bank in the world is trading with illiquidity and insolvently, and it is knowingly doing it. So if you are an entrepreneur like I am, and you run a company, and you trade knowing you don't have enough money to cover your debts, knowing that you're using customer money, client money, um, and knowing that you couldn't repay your debts, that's called trading insolvently and that's actually not legal. You can be struck off as a director. In fact, you can go to prison for that. But every single bank Is trading knowingly and legally insolvently and it is illiquid the fractional reserve system allows a bank to store a very small amount of the deposits and lend and invest a factor of ten so for every dollar it um, legally has to hold it can then go and lend and invest ten so Imagine if the whole world and the public knew that every bank was illiquid and every bank was trading insolvently, what would the whole world do? The whole world would go and ask for the money. That would be called a bank run and the whole system would collapse. And this, by the way, is why they don't teach you about money in schools and university, because their whole system... For creating money out of thin air and just charging you interest. Think about interest. Um, interest is rent on money. But if the money wasn't earned, the money is just created out of thin air, and they charge you rent on money that they didn't create or work for, you could argue that that's usury. And that happens. So I believe more banks will go bust. Why? One, because they're all trading a liquid, illiquidly and insolvently. But also because people are becoming more and more aware. People know about Silicon Valley Bank going under. They know about Credit Suisse going under. Um, and people are now getting more wise and savvy. And, you know, obviously people like me are putting a lot of content out there on this. So people are asking me, yeah, but Rob, you need a bank account. You know, I've got savings. What do I do with it? And, and I understand you can't just take all of your money out of the bank and never use a bank again. That's not practical. So one thing I would say is, choose a bank with a lot of history uh, and proof. Now, um, unfortunately... For years, people have been asking me where I buy my watches. Many of you may know I'm a watch collector, I'm a watch investor, and those as an asset class have done me very well in the last 15 years. I have never shared where I source my watches from or my watch dealer until now. My watch dealer used to be a professional footballer for Manchester United. is sales at broadwalkgroup.com. And please don't share this, but his number is 07496 878 153. Obviously, only message him if you're serious about buying and investing in the higher-end watches. People have been asking me for years, and for the first time ever, you can get access to my watch team. Um, That doesn't always work because Credit Suisse was over 150 years old and it still went bust and got taken over or was insolvent and got taken over. Um, Now, look, there are some banks that have lasted hundreds of years. Do you remember the recession of 2008 in the banking crisis? Well, actually, Santander was fine through that um, process. Um, because I guess it had um, maybe more capital reserves. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple of things in a minute, which are good things to watch um, for the banks. Um, So what what I would say is this. Try not to have more than a couple of months living expenses in any one bank. Now, yes, you have the financial services compensation scheme, the insurance on your money, but I wouldn't like that to be tested. Everyone assumes that your money is insured up to £85,000 per bank, but I would not like it to be the case where a bank has gone bust and been taken over and that is tested because you know no, insurance companies don't always pay. And I do think it's a bit naive for us to trust those insurance companies. So make sure you've got maximum one to two months living expenses in, the, uh, in any one bank. And if you're lucky enough, for example, or smart enough to have built up, say, 12 months of living expenses, you probably want them in six different bank accounts. I know someone who's got more than 50 different bank accounts and their money diversified across all of them. Yeah, it's a bit of a logistical headache But would you rather have a logistical headache, but be safe and secure? So diversify your money into the bank accounts. The next thing is you need to remember what savings are for and what savings are. So the banks will tell you, oh, saving is for your future nest egg, for your retirement, for your pension. That's a lie. That's just not true. Because um, for at least 12 years straight. Savings have been lower than inflation, which means that savings are a net negative. Your wages haven't gone up, up over inflation um, and interest rates on savings are lower than inflation. And even when interest rates are going up and they're 4% and 5% and more, they're still half of inflation, which means you're losing minimum net 5 6% plus a year, even if you can squeeze out 4 or 5% interest. So you need to know that savings is just a way for the banks to profit and savings lose money every year. So what you need to do is look to save one for the discipline of not spending and then two to invest. So people think that savings is for your future. It's not. It's for banks profit. So why would you save them? Well, number one, saving is better than spending. So it's a good discipline for you. Get money management and discipline. But then as soon as you've got enough, invest. Invest in an Amiga Moonswatch. Invest in a deposit to buy a property. Invest in gold. Invest in the S&P 500. Invest in the FTSE 100. Invest to start a business. You know, there's five or six different things that you can do with savings that are probably going to get a better return. Now, the thing with the banks is they're supposed to be the safest and they're supposed to have the lowest risk. But now the banks aren't the lowest risk. The lowest returns are not fair exchange. I believe that gold is a much lower risk risk than banks right now. I actually believe that the S&P 500 or the FTSE 100 long-term is a lower risk than a bank right now. So I'm not prepared to have the low trade-off of low return because if I'm having low return, I want absolute high security and low risk. Um, Keaton has said, I suggest people look at what a bank bail-in or bail-out is, yeah. I mean, when banks are rescued, it's paid by the taxpayer. So essentially, um, we give our money to the banks, they earn on our money, we risk our money, we pay interest to the banks and the banks haven't created labour um, or or created any value for that money, they've just created it out of thin air. We pay interest on them, we pay tax to the system and then when the banks go under, we use our tax paid money to bail them out. That's essentially the banking system, so it's a lose-lose for you and a win-win for the bank. Okay, so diversify your money, spread it into different bank accounts, into different assets. Know that saving is just to build up an investment pot and manage your money emotions and create discipline. Have you noticed, by the way, how Bitcoin has boomed as the trust in the banks has got? It's almost been inverse. In this last week, as the three banks have gone bust um, noticed that Bitcoin went from 19,000 and something to 28,000 and something. Isn't that interesting? So let me ask you this. Are you making plans to diversify and de-risk your money? Are you turning your savings into investments, into recurring income? Are you self-insuring your money because knowing that the banks won't? How do you self-insure your money? You invest in assets, you get recurring income, you make sure that it's not central bank or um, government-reliant. People think that bonds are safe. I don't think bonds are very safe anymore. So thanks for tuning in. I'll see you in Rob.Team. I wonder if you wouldn't mind sharing this because I think we need to get this message out to the masses because most people still don't understand this. Oh, well, I'm all right because the banks insure my money and the banks are the safest place to put your money. (laughs) No, 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 no. Hit the share button and make sure that you look after your friends, your family, and the people that follow you on social media. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.